All right, guys, big episode. We got lots of news to talk about. Netflix having a huge week. We are finishing up our uh, Marvel rewatch, and we are going to be uh, giving you guys more Nordy's rates. Here we go, Nordy's podcast. You're listening to the Nordies Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How are you guys doing? I'm doing pretty well, man. I'm good. How are you? You know what? I'm good. And I love listening to that theme song. Yeah, it's a jammer. I feel like I never bring that up. Like, I just pretend it doesn't happen, but like, that song's cool. Laser Beak. Banger. We need more Laser Beak. Yeah. It's yeah. a camel banger. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. It sounds weird when you say it like that. It, it does. Is. It is. So that's the name of the beat. So. That's the name of the beat. Yeah. So, um, thanks to our good guy, Laser Beak. And, and I, for Jimbo going for six months trying to vet all of the different options <laughs> that we, we had. That was tough. You burned a CD. You played it in the car. I still have from it. work. You wrote verses. <laughs> <laughs> I recorded verses. Little do you know. Spit some lines. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So there you go. Um. And here we go. It's the Nordies podcast. We're so glad to have you guys back with us. Your very best friends. Remember, this is just a conversation. You're sitting with your buddies. You just don't get to talk. Fair Except enough. for virtually. Yeah. You can message us. DM you can tell us. us. Tell us what you think. Give us some feedback. We need that. We love that. Um. Yeah. So here we go. Before we hop into this episode, we need you guys, listeners, to give us a follow on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Nordies Podcast. Also. Subscribe on Podbean, podcast app, and Spotify, and get the Nordies podcast directly to your phone, your tablet, your computer, whatever you listen on each and every week. Yeah, subscribe to all three to give us triple the downloads. Does that work? I don't know. We don't know. That'd be cool if you did. Somebody I do mean, it. It's probably by know. IP, so like it, you get one, it counts for one per phone. Yeah. Dude, try it anyways. <laughs> also, give us that five-star review. Uh, and it helps spread the word about the Nord East podcast. We really appreciate it. It just takes you a second. It's like it's like when you do like a good deed. Um, you know, you're like at a fast food drive through They're like, do you want to round up and give it to kids? And you're like, yep. You know, that's what you're doing for us by giving us a five-star review. We're those kids. I always say no to that. Hmm. I always say yes. And I actually did this yesterday. I was at Aldi hmm. shopping for groceries. A gal in front of me was trying to buy Kleenex. And the guy was like, sorry, it's a limit one. It won't even let me ring up another one. And she's like, oh, okay, I don't need it. I was like, I got it. Yeah. I throw it on my, throw it on my tab. Well, that's very nice. I, I would consider that. Yeah. I just don't nice like guy. the idea of like donating to a big corporation to donate somewhere else when they could just do it themselves. Mm, yeah. It's like you're going to take your customer's well, money So I guess I don't do it at like McDonald's. But I do like, it out of guilt. See, I don't feel that. I'm like, I shouldn't be eating this. <laughs> I better donate. <laughs> <laughs> like uh the richfield liquor stores have had like a promo going for like want to round up for the parks department so i always do that uh, okay sometimes Maybe. it's like three cents sometimes it's like 70 cents so it's not that much you never know all right um also go back listen to the nordies podcast from last week we had two awesome episodes one of them a uh, good friend of the pod scott wilkie came on uh he's a, a local um, we'll call him a leader in the Native American community here in Minnesota, and he did an awesome job um, educating us and our listeners about uh, how it's offensive and it's harmful to have um, these Native American team names, nicknames for teams, mm-hmm. um, like the uh, artists formerly known as the Redskins. Which is a great name for them right now until yep. we have a new name. The Washington um, football team. Yeah, right. Yep. Um, also... Uh, the the Braves, the Chiefs, um, the Aztecs, 
the Indians, which has got to be next to go. Yeah. So, I mean, he came on. It was a really good discussion. So, uh, please um, check that out. Learn from him. And, um, yeah, support the Nordies podcast and some good causes along the way. Maybe you'll learn something that you didn't know before. I feel like we all did. Oh, for sure. You will. It was the, the best part about that episode was um, just listening. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we let him do his thing. And yep. just we all learn a lot together. Just tee him up and let him go to town and then we asked a few questions here and there or chimed in when it was appropriate but just Mm -hmm. being quiet and it was almost like like a college lecture you know in Mm -hmm. the way of like just sort of taking a lot of mental notes and just let the expert do the talking on that what can i add you know yeah nothing cool all right guys and also before we dive into uh the rest of our episode what are we drinking here today oh we're getting weird y'all we always drink beer we're not drinking beer today oh this is not beer, I guess. I don't know what the fuck. I mean, so this is shout out to the hair of the dog days. When yeah, it, wasn't, it was exclusively whiskey. <laughs> that was a great idea. <laughs> Ten oh, a.m. Sure. Oh, <laughs> uh, that didn't last. So, all right. So, this is Fair State selling these slushies. They're like beer slushies. I think I, I don't know what's in them. There's definitely a lot of booze in them. It's like almost ten percent, and it's fifteen bucks for this frozen bag of slushy stuff. And this is a purple flavor, and it tastes like grape. Yeah, it's like and a grape slushie. It's got a lot of booze in it. Yeah, it's good. And if you hear us like crisping ice in the microphone, yeah, I'm sorry because that yeah. might happen. Um, but yeah, they're really good. And, you know, it's 15 bucks. I was like, well, this is a little crazy, but they are big. Like, we're easily sharing one between three people and it's not a problem. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, pretty cool. Good job. I like it when they do weird shit. Fair State Rocks. All good. It was, it was 15 bucks and you're like, I better get two. So I got two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, um, let's move on to Do We Care. We're starting out with a lot of Netflix news, okay? Good week for Netflix. First off, they announced that they have a new blockbuster movie and maybe franchise called The Gray Man. Yeah. This is uh, directed by the Russo brothers. It's starring Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans, and it has a budget over $200 million. Yeah, I think this is the most that Netflix has spent on a movie. I don't know when they're going to start filming it, but it's supposed to be this big deal. I mean, they got the right people. They got these big name actors, expensive actors, and they got the Russo brothers who are coming off Endgame and just massive, massive success. And they did Extraction, which people liked as well. It was I really it was good. Pretty good. Um, and then remember we were just talking. What is Gosling doing? Yeah, what's we he were. been doing? And he's probably just been waiting for this. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like maybe this was delayed because of everything and and all that stuff. So. He's probably just waiting for this to get going. So, yeah, and I, I like Chris Evans. I think he's a little underrated. He's kind of forgettable. I think he's Canadian. Is that why? He just kind of blends into the background. But um, he's a great, he's a good actor. He, he brings a little bit. And, he you know, he can carry a big blockbuster. So, dude, I'm into it, man. This could be big. I, I kind of feel like this, it, it feels weird when there's movies now with this big of budget and these people in it. Um, but I think this is the future. If you think about it, Netflix is just uh, another studio at this point, right? Mm -hmm. And they are now able to compete with everyone. I mean, they're they're at the top of the mountain of entertainment now, and I think it's exciting. It's kind of fun that there's different ways to get movies, to get television, and, uh, you know, it's only going to be good for us fans of cinema um, in the end. I agree. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I care about this one. Well, and then think about, not to get too far into this topic, but think about when the world changes on a dime, like it sort of had to, mm-hmm. and this is over months, but um, Netflix is, and, and Amazon and Hulu are really the only mediums with which to consume some of that stuff, mm-hmm. um, unless studios decide, well, we'll sell it to Netflix, and then they can you know play it, but 
man, it's it's really cool to see Netflix that they're not impacted by a global pandemic. Mm-hmm. And in fact, it kind of helped them. Yeah. So um, it's it's interesting to to like think about like like what Eric was saying, the way we consume these things, um, kind of going in a at least a, a forked direction, if you will. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. So speaking of Netflix movies, they just released some data on the most watched um, movies, original Netflix movies in the first month that they're out. Okay. okay. Um, so uh, the top ones ever, The Wrong Missy. I watched it in the first four months, 59 million. It was like maybe one of the worst movies of all time. Yeah. I couldn't get through it. 10 minutes, all I gave it. Um, Triple Frontier, 63 million in the first month. Yeah, I don't know if I watched that one. Um, the Irishman. Actually, I did. Irishman, watch it. It was bad. sixty-four million. Yeah, that was good. Really good. Uh, Murder mystery, seventy-three million. I liked it a that lot. That one was pretty. Good. I liked that, that was, was Adam Sandler and uh, what's her name? Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. I liked that one. Um, Six Underground, eighty-three million. That was trash, but I watched it. That was um, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just below those two, um, but the numbers are still going up since it hasn't been out very long. But already up to seventy-two million. The Old Guard. Ryan yeah. talked about it last week. Yep. Um, the top three ever, Spencer Confidential, eighty-five million. I don't even know what that is. That's the one with um, uh, Marky Mark, Mark oh. Wahlberg, and like like um. Uh, I think I've actually finished po- that. Post but Malone? No, Post Malone was in like for three seconds, and I was like, I'm gonna watch it to see what Post Malone does, and he was in the first scene, and that was it. Um, coming in second, Bird Box, eighty-nine oh, million. God, that that's trash. why they're making a second one. Uh, that's eighty-nine it. million. They? But it was so so bad. And number one all time is also Russo Brothers Extraction with Chris wow, Hemsworth, really? ninety-nine million in the first month. Okay, damn, dude, that's crazy. That one was totally worth it, though. Yeah, that one was pretty good. So. It was cool. It was just it was short and simple. Yeah. They were like, how can we make like a 80 minute movie with Chris Hemsworth that will be in your face and we don't have to do much work? Just foot on the gas pedal and let's go. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah so, you know, it's this one probably smashes all of those. Yeah. I most think so. Likely. Yeah. All right. So next up, um, Netflix announces a new movie coming out on September 16th called The Devil All the Time. Have you guys heard of this? Mm-mm. No. So The Devil All the Time is coming out September 16th. It's... Uh, going to be directed by Antonio Campos. You know who that is? Mm, no. Okay, and it's a star-studded film, though. Here's who's in it. Tom Holland, Bill Skarsgård, Riley Keough, okay. Jason Clark, Sebastian Stan, Robert Pattinson, Haley B- Bennett, Mia Wastakowska, mm-hmm. Eliza Scanlon, Mary Mailing, and Pokey LaForge. Okay. I don't know I don't what know it's even about. names, but that's... A bunch of big names. But a bunch of big names for a Netflix movie. I mean, that's going to be pretty fun. The Devil All the Time. I don't know much about it. All right. I guess I care. I, I care. need a little more information, but whatever. Yeah. Um, speaking of Tom Holland, he's also going to be playing Nathan Drake in the new Uncharted movie. Yeah. This surprised me. I just, you know, if you've played those games, PlayStation Classics, right? So um, he's like a middle-age adventure. Like, I would say at the beginning, the first game, he's supposed to be 40. Maybe thirty-five tops. He's definitely like Indiana Jones, right? Age like, level of maturity and looks. Like in the first Indiana Jones movie, he's already a professor, so right. you know he's a little older. Um, yeah. So this was weird to have twenty-three-year-old Tom Holland play him, and then I hear, well, I guess they're sort of trying to make it almost a prequel to the first game, 
and it's going to be like based heavily off of flashback scenes from like the third game or something where they went back when he was younger. I mean, I don't know why not just use these amazing stories from the actual games and get right into the good stuff and hire an older actor. If you have and the if rights, if you want to do a prequel later, you can. Yeah, if you have the rights, do it. Yeah, do the whole thing. Do the whole thing. Yeah. So weird. Um, and then you got Mark Wahlberg is playing Sully, who's. I guess now that sort of makes more sense, too, because Sully's supposed to be more of like a 55-year-old guy. Um, I guess I'm not super excited. Is it Mark excited. Wahlberg, like, a 55-year-old guy? Oh, fuck, he might be by he now. He might be, but he also doesn't look 55. Right. And that's the thing. So, I mean, Mark Wahlberg gets up at like 4 a.m. I like was thinking out. you get like a Jake Gyllenhaal to be He's Nathan 49. Drake, and then you get like a John Hamm to be Sully. And that's a good team. I'm into that. They can be funny. It'll be. It'll, they look right, but I guess they're not going to do that. They're going. They're going young with it. Do we care? I care. I love Tom Holland. <sighs> I think it's going to be bad. I mean, I care, but again, I think the chances that any of us, by the time this movie comes out, we're interested at all. I think it's very slim. Again, I'm going to go back to my video game adaptations line. I love Tom Holland. I'm I'm on Eric's team with that one, but I think I'm leaning more towards Jimbo's team that this is going to be. Um, like Alicia Vikander playing Laura Croft. Yeah. Where it just sort of is like, yeah, we had a big budget. We barely broke even because everyone loves Uncharted. Well, everyone who owns a PS4 loves Uncharted. <laughs> right. All the Xbox players don't give a shit. Um, and then, I don't know. It just doesn't seem that appealing. It's sort of, I mean, they've got Resident Evil. We've gotten all these movies. And it's sort of like, fool me once, fool me 45 times. <laughs> like, when are you going to make a good one? They're all bad. All video game adaptations, except for like people like Sonic a little bit, surprisingly. No, I haven't watched it no, yet, but. you're lying. No, people liked it. <laughs> it was like fresh. Okay. You were shocked by that? I'm shocked. I was shocked. All right, but, uh, yeah, people liked it. All right, uh, HBO Max. Oh, do we care? We all care. I think. Right? Yeah, we care. All right, HBO Max uh, did like a little teaser where they like sped through a bunch of things you're going to be able to watch on HBO Max. Okay. And by the way, I got a little info on HBO Max for you guys. All right. What's up? I the think HBO info? Max is just going to take over for HBO. All right. Because I updated my Comcast Xfinity. Like, I got a new package, and it comes with HBO Max now. Did you change your username and password? I haven't even set it up yet. Okay, well, let me know. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't set it up yet. I don't know. I'm going to hand you a sticky note. Can you write it down? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... HBO Max does like a little teaser thing, and in it, they teased a Friends reunion special. Don't care. Don't care about that at all. I am so glad to hear that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And I hate Friends, and I wouldn't watch it if you paid me two months free HBO Max. Well, that's a little aggressive. Because I already have free HBO Max. Um, Yeah, Friends, so stupid. I don't care. Um, I can't believe that they're paying all this money for Friends. Yeah, people do like it, though. Just, I don't understand that. Just not us. Um, okay, Disney, uh, they have a new Star Wars um, called Bad Batch. That's animated. Out. An, yeah, animated. an animated series. show, like a Clone Wars type of show. Now, it's going to be um, the fallout of these experimental clones that were made for the Clone Wars after the Clone Wars. Oh. I don't... My least favorite part of Star Wars are the clones. Really? Oh, uh, they're like, "Oh, look like the same Australian guy." Oh my god. It's He's so from New Zealand, isn't he? So boring. 
Um, yeah, I can see that. I don't, I don't hate that take. I think it's going to be kind of cool. And I think it's going to be a little bit more of a grown-up audience, too. You know, I think they've tried, like, they have one, for, I think it's called Rebels. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely more, it's, like, very bright and colorful and probably still really boring. Because that's what they do to ki- these poor kids. But that's for kids. I think this is going to be more of, like, geared towards, I mean, they're shooting for us. They want us pretty bad. They want these 35-year-old dudes to watch this. They're going to try to get this thing out right in time for us to re-up for another year. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, I don't care about the animated stuff. Yeah, I, 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 I don't. want I to. I struggle to. I've I try. Yeah, I've tried. I've tried. I want. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm yeah. going to focus. I'm really going to focus. Three minutes in, I'm like, Reddit. Dude, like, what, what am I looking at? of the pod, Tyler Brown did so much work compiling all of the Clone Wars episodes. Mm-hmm. And then he ranked all of them with like must watch for plot. Yeah. All the way down to like literally skip. a bottle episode, just skip it. And that was, that really was what I was going to use. And I just never. Did you do this? Did you watch? I, some I of probably it? watched half of it. Okay. I I go back to it too. It's really good. Yeah. Um. The show is really cool. It just my rule ended up being because what happened is like I would just throw it on while I was doing work or working on something or doing something else, and then sometimes it would go past an episode and into a new one. So I just made a rule for myself with that show too. If you're bored, just go to the next episode at any time. Yeah. And you might skip two in a row. And then you get to an episode and you're like, "Damn, the show is great." And they always recap you with that guy. He's like, "And next up on the show, there was a fight on the ship, and Obi-Wan Kenobi is going to this planet." And then you're like, "Okay, That's I'm perfect. I'm in. I'm in." That was I know, so perfect. I now know where we are. So, the um, forces of evil have descended upon <laughs> Genesis. That's so good. That was so good. No, yours is better. Yeah, so I'm telling you, I think that show's cool do i care about this i'm not i don't find myself really excited but i'm sure it'll be cool i might check it out if they get that guy i'll watch it <laughs> all right uh next up apple okay apple okay apple makes to, shows i forgot yeah, they, make they all shows. suck but they make stuff they just acquired a new show called palmer have you heard about this oh god palmer <laughs> have, you, have you heard about this palmer <laughs> stars justin timberlake okay. as a former college football star who is being released from prison all right I, and he's Palmer, I, I assume. Oh my gosh, this is going to be bad. Yeah. I, God, Apple's bad. I find myself um, not liking Justin Timberlake. I don't know why. Oh, really? I know everyone's like, oh, he's so cool, and he can dance, and he can sing, and he can Didn't act. he play Sean Palmer? Uh, is it Sean Palmer in The Social Network? Oh. Sean. Maybe. I don't think they're related. No, no, I know. I'm just saying. Same character. It's, different character but Former. he's been okay in a couple of movies he was in like that really bad out of time movie and then he was in that weird movie he was like tales the, from the west side the something of, something dogs yeah the the war dog no 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 oh. the skateboarding one. Oh, was he in that yeah the oh. california skateboarding one with heath ledger yeah something dogs am i making that Slum up dog millionaire there it is that's what <laughs> dog days dog, no. <laughs> dog day afternoon guys yes, usually we're so good at this usually we're so good at this where i was like who's bernard and then you were like he's gonna be playing alfred yeah. and then you're like jeffrey wright <laughs> <laughs> that was incredible we, did this the, one. we just did the opposite well here. we're not also not very well versed in our justin timberlake yeah apparently not uh, as well as we yeah. should be filmography his huge career on apple television <laughs> Uh, I don't care, I don't care about this, dude. Don't I, care at all. This has to be like getting crazy reviews for me to even try to watch it. All right. Noah Centennial. I believe I said that right. I think so. To play. Oh, and Noah Centennial is like this new um, like romantic comedy hunk on Netflix. I think he was like on Nickelodeon for a long time like okay. as a child actor. And then he 
He was in, um, he played Jughead, I think, maybe, no. No. But he was in that show, wasn't he? I don't know. That all the kids liked. He's like a CW extraordinary. No, 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 but he's a huge Netflix guy. Okay. Because he was in these movies, like, to all of the men I loved before, all the boys I loved before. Okay, so he was in that. And that was, like, a big deal for Netflix. Yes, especially among teens. Yes, and so he was in that, and I think he's been in a few of those kind of movies, like, kind of, like, funny, romantic, teen, romantic comedy movies. Yeah. So he's like this like big teen star, and now he's gonna go into DC's universe as Adam Smasher in their new movie Black Adam. Okay, and Black With Adam is gonna be the Rock. The Rock. That's and a, it's supposed to be a big movie. And it's funny because he's Black Adam. This guy's Adam Smasher, but Adam is A D A M, and then Atom A T O M Smasher. Right. I think it's a play on words. Like he is. You think he's a bad guy? I think he's a villain to fight adam black adam adam smasher. but he's the atom smasher okay i, I don't understand rough, DC stuff. rough um i don't care i think this movie's <laughs> gonna be bad that's a big play up uh i don't care either don't care you want to go back to timberlake for a minute yeah <laughs> what you got oh shit 2006's alpha dog is that the movie you're thinking of <laughs> Was that it? <laughs> that was an animated movie about dogs that are pulling That's like the sleds. And I the... thought he was in this one that was like. No, I know which one you were thinking of, and he he wasn't in that. But Lords of Dogtown was that what it was called? Yeah, was he in that? But he was not in that. No, he Shit. was not. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Amazingly, though, Timberlake was in a movie that had dog in it. So that <laughs> <laughs> one that we didn't name when we named five other ones. Okay. Uh, next up. Um, Project Power? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Did you watch the trailer? No. Project Power. It's a Netflix, Netflix movie. movie. Jamie Foxx and Jason Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yes. All I saw is the Jason clip. Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> All I saw was the clip of him getting shot in the temple. Yeah, it looked pretty cool. But it, it like cool just like, like moved his face. Because he took a pill that gives you superpowers and you don't know what they're going to be unless you watch the trailer. And then you know what they're going to be. So you don't actually have to watch the movie, which is great. So, you know, there's these guys, They cre- it's the same story. They've created an, a, a new, you know, dangerous science, and people are going to exploit it and sell it for weapons, and then you have to, you get some one intrepid uh, in, in investigator that probably just got fired for personal problems, but they're, they care enough about somebody on the case that they're going to continue to follow up even off the books, and I guarantee that's what's happening. He's movie. a rogue cop that doesn't, cop. doesn't play by... Doesn't, the, play by the doesn't play by the rules. He's an outsider. Um, yeah. Heart of gold. So that's Jamie Foxx. And then you got J- Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I think it's just an actual cop in it. And then, um, you know, it just looks real bad. Looks dumb. So I think I'll JGL probably JGL has kind of fallen off, man. No kidding. He hasn't done a whole lot since, like, Looper. For real. Since That since was, like, the best things thing I hate did. about you. Yeah. Nah, was he was a- good in Inception and, and Looper, but... Beyond that, I haven't seen him in anything that's been worthwhile. He was in uh, Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, but like... That was a long time ago. Super minor character. All right, Didn't John much. John Hamm is going to be in a new Fletch reboot. What the hell is Fletch? You don't know about Fletch? No. Chevy Chase? Fletch? Dude, Fletch was... was funny. Iconic. Yeah. Like, this was uh, Chevy Chase at his peak, I would I'd say. I'd say so. Peak charms. Like, coming Very off charming. of... Uh, yeah, before he was like a massive asshole. Well, I'm sure he was probably peaking asshole-wise then. That's but like, true. You know, on the screen, he was very charming, very funny. Yeah, he had handsome, the, everything. He yeah, was great. Like the the improvisation and the like, the one-liners in Fletch are fantastic. Yeah, 
his little like throwaway quick under the breath lines and stuff just yeah phenomenal. um dr rosen penis like where he's like <laughs> pretending to be a doctor it's sort of like a like american like inspector clouseau like pink panther kind of stuff but he's like a con man right but funnier no he's like a, a private investigator Oh, okay and then um Oh no, sorry. No, he's a he's a newspaper reporter that does like undercover stories. Ah, uh, that's why he's always dressing up always, and Yeah, and um like when the he knocks on the gal's door and she's wearing a towel or whatever and he's like, "Hi, my car just hit a water buffalo. Can I borrow your towel or whatever?" <laughs> like, like some of these lines are like fantastic. Um and most of it's just like bullshit improvised and um John Hamm if he's playing the character from uh, curb your enthusiasm. Yeah, I mean, this might be funny. He has a chance, but if he's trying to redo Chevy Chase, this is like Steve Martin doing the you know the Pink Panther Returns stuff. Like it's just going to be garbage. Do you so, think that John Hamm is funny? Yes, I think he has funny moments. I don't think John Hamm can carry an. Ninety-minute yeah. comedy. I think that he's not that funny. I think that he was a great dramatic actor in Mad Men, and then people were shocked to see him attempt to be funny. And he's so handsome; it's off. You get put off guard by him trying to be funny, and they liked it. They I thought it was like okay. that's adorable and charming. And then he he built a fucking reputation as like now he's a comedic actor. How did this happen? Now, I think that the thing is is that John Hamm isn't a funny actor, but John Hamm playing John Hamm is funny. Okay, so you know that's why they always bring him in for like so cameos and he stuff. He constantly is John Hamm. Right. And we just have decided that we like the character of John Hamm, and we think he is charming and funny and handsome, mm-hmm. and we don't really like him playing anyone else other but than Don Draper. Like, for, sh- for sure. But he like parachutes in, <laughs> throws down a few funny lines, and everyone's like, dude, he's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Right. And then, but when you see him like trying to carry an entire thing, it might not work. True. All right, we're moving on to Hot Rex here. Um, Sweet. We got some movies. We all watched a movie called Palm Springs. Hell yeah. The most downloaded movie ever, original movie on Hulu. Really? So it did well for them. That's great. In their first week, yeah. Like 53 million or something so like that. So I like Andy Samberg, and I have defended his movies like Hot Rod in the past, and I love his Lonely Island stuff. I liked him on SNL. And he kind of fell off. Like, I don't think he's done much, but he's back. And he co-wrote well, Brooklyn this. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I, yeah, of course. So he did, didn't really go anywhere. You're right. That's a big show. And it's a good, it's a funny it just show. just continually gets renewed. Yeah. Um, on different networks. <laughs> right, yes. <laughs> it's a different network every time. Um, so, like, yeah, I think Andy Samberg's talented as hell. He, like, co-wrote this with his Lonely Island crew. And it's, like, kind of a small, low-budget movie but it is super fucking funny. Like, I read, like, one good review. I'm like, all right, well, I have Hulu anyways. Let's check it out. And I watched it, and I was, like, halfway through, I was texting you guys, like, yep, you need to watch this. Then you pulled it up, and it said 89 minutes. And you're like, oh, hell yes. Tight 90, baby. Tight 90, I'm in. That's huge for me. And it, was, so, it was, like, Groundhog's Day, but updated. Yep, yep. yep. It's That's the, the model, right? So it's like a time travel. He's stuck in a time loop. So he gets very good at things and tries silly stuff. And it's like a, it's a play box, you know, sandbox for him. And it was, so just to back up a second, I didn't know the time loop thing. <laughs> yeah, dude, he started watching it. Going Did you watch it? it? Did you know about that when you started it? No, no idea. Oh, okay. <laughs> I had no idea what it was about. Loved it. Oh, that's funny. I was laughing. You must have been like, what is happening? I was so confused why he was dressed the way he was, hanging out on the pizza floaty. Mm-hmm. And then he like walks up 
during the maid of honor speech and was like bonsoir me familia and i was la- i'm like what is going on and then he crushes it and yeah. i was and then like it was an incredible wedding speech everything started to make sense and yeah. then i was like something else is going on and you know then he's you, like then, winding his way with this amazing choreography through the dance floor knows when somebody's going to bend over and pick something yeah. up and um and he just pretty much yeah i don't want to spoil anything but uh it's and it's, then it's pretty much nonstop laughs. It's pretty. So damn then, like good. all of the characters are really good. Like J.K. Simmons, undefeated, phenomenal, remains undefeated. Guy this doesn't. This is the miss. perfect thing for this guy to do. Guy doesn't miss. And then the gal, I forget her name. Um, well, I nobody should... knows her name yet. She's pretty new. She was in what? How How I Met Your Mother. So this is a big. I mean, this turned out to be a very, very good movie for her to do yeah. to get herself out there. She was great. Yep. Very good. And like it was compelling and it was dark and it was raunchy, raunchy, but also like really funny and really lighthearted when it needed to be. Mm -hmm. Um, The pacing was great. Like you never felt like um, even though it is a time loop thing, it never felt repetitive. Right. To the point where you're like, okay, let's skip ahead 10 minutes. I've already seen this like a thousand times. Like they, they really did a good job of exploring um, different pathways. Yes. So, um, is that that's not too much of a spoiler? I don't think. No, no. no but uh, I I really love this movie. I watched it twice. That's fantastic. I watched it once, and I was like, I I think my wife would love this, and so Sonny, we're gonna fire this thing up, and we're gonna watch it again. And I laughed just as much I the second time as I did the first time. That's great, yeah, dude. It's hard to make a good comedy. It's hard. It's so easy to make a shit comedy. Well, and what were you saying about? Comedies needing to be R-rated from now on. Oh, like, I for, think they, yeah. I just in general, yeah. they do. I mean, it's. I think that's at least a little easier than you can just do whatever you want, whereas you don't have to, you know, make it PG-13 or make it tough. But yeah, dude, I, I loved it. I think it's great. I think everybody should go watch it's it. It's a 9 out of 10. Yeah, for sure. An easy 9 out of 10. I agree. All right. Um, yeah, I loved it. Everyone should go watch that this week. You also watched another comedy on Netflix called Eurovision Fire Sage. Fire Saga. Oh, I wrote but that's Fire okay. Sage. That's fine. You don't need to know. <laughs> you might have write Saga, but your handwriting is so pissed. My handwriting yeah. is pretty bad. <laughs> um, so, like, look, this is not Palm Springs. This is, like, a step down. But if you saw the trailer for this, you may have just literally forgotten about it before the trailer was even over because it looked like it was going to be so bad. And it's much better than that. But it's not. It's, it's more like a B-. So I don't want to spend a lot of time on it. I'll just say that Will Ferrell is still super funny. Him doing like a, like a Icelandic accent the whole time is like pretty great. Like he kills it. I don't think I can stand that for you a think, whole think No, you'll, you'd be okay with it. It's, and it's short as well. I think this is like a soft wreck. Like this is like Eric, it went to Eric talks about how bored are you? You throw it on. See what you think. All right. Yeah. Okay. Um, I watched some shows this week as well. Okay. Um, first up, I watched all of the renewal on Netflix of Unsolved Mysteries. How many episodes is that? Six. Ten? Six, okay. Six episodes. They're pretty like in-depth. Like They are an hour or so long, maybe 50 minutes. Um, they probably took a long time to make these and investigate them. So six probably was a lot of work. It's They said it's like part one of season one. Okay. So at some point, we're going to get part two of season one. Um, I liked the show. I also loved Unsolved Mysteries growing up. 
So do they, they don't have the guy though? No, no, no. They don't have my wish. Well, they do, Robert except, Patrick has been dead for a long time. He okay, has, so he oh, died. Didn't miss. He, he, didn't his like daughter die or go missing? And so he started the show or something. No, like that? that's um, um, that's a different show. That's it cops. Was, guy. No, it wasn't that's, cops. It was a, but it's similar to that. Uh, he hosted uh, it. Yep, yep. Okay. We're well, bad think at of this. It later. John John Walsh. But yeah, that Some, sounds right. His last name is Walsh for sure. Joe Walsh. Joe Walsh. Definitely not Joe Walsh. Dude, guys, we gotta stop guessing stuff. <laughs> we're we're a fucking disaster right we now. We all been drinking all day. Yeah. This okay. is horrible. Um, Unsolved Mysteries. You guys remember the song? Do 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 do. Nope. Okay. Okay. Um. <laughs> well, you will when you start watching the show again. I just remember dude in a trench coat with yeah, like yeah, a foggy yeah. graveyard behind yes, him. Yes, yeah. Yes, yeah. So, um, I think that the sh- the episodes were a little hit or hit or miss. Now. All of the episodes were good, but some of the episodes were really good. Okay, so just tell me which ones I should watch. Um, you should for sure watch the first one. Yep. It's about a guy um, who disappears about 20 years ago. They call it suicide, um, but it's... Mm, I mean... No I, body? No, they find the body. Oh. It probably wasn't suicide. Really interesting. Okay. okay. Really liked that one. That was the first episode. There's an ep- one um, that was about a French guy. The uh, Count? Yeah, he's a count with a big family in France, and the entire family ends up dead, and he is nowhere to be found. I think I just solved the mystery. Okay, so you heard, said there is an update on this, but let's not spoil anything. Yeah, right I now. don't know. I just heard that like people, I because I hadn't seen the episode, so I didn't even click on it. But like people think they found the count. Okay, um, and then I'm not saying the other episodes are bad, but. They're, they're more of like a good story, but not a great mystery. That's my only thing. Like mm-hmm. there was a couple that you were kind of like, oh yeah, well, of course that's what happened. You know? Okay. Like you were kind of like, you were like, oh yeah, that was a really wild story and it was interesting, but like you this weren't, is... you didn't leave thinking it was a big mystery. They just kind of ask a couple questions at the end. It's yes. like, well, this was a little weird, but we know. Yes. So I liked it. I think people would like all the episodes of this. Okay. It's not, uh, it's not the best show on TV, but like we all have time for this show. I got you. It's six episodes. Unsolved Mysteries. Netflix. Unsolved Mysteries. I liked it on Netflix. Um, another one, Down to Earth with Zac Efron, also on Netflix. This show was a lot of fun. I watched all of it so far. Um, season one, it's Zac Efron and his like older health guru buddy who wrote this book called Superfoods. And he's a little weird. Um, but they travel the world. They go to some big places, France, London, you know, Paris, London, New York City. They go to some smaller places, Costa Rica, Uruguay, um, Iceland, like they travel all different places in the world and they meet people who are living sustainably. They, um, meet people who are doing things that are good for the world. They're, you know, going to places where people are eating different or using different sources of energy. And I liked it. I thought it was like a nice show. Um, it's not crazy. It's not like an exhilarating show, but, um, Efron came across as like really cool and likable and, um, I don't know. I just thought it was a, I thought it was like a, a nice change of pace show to watch. Uh, good summertime show. So I watched, I watched the one about Costa Rica and I thought he was pretty broy. and that doesn't mean it's bad. I don't think he's an asshole or anything. He's just kind of like, like, whoa, dude, like chicks are cop popping out of the house like crazy. What is this, bro? <laughs> like, I don't know. Like he's, he's a, he's a basic bitch, I think, which is fine. He just doesn't really have a lot of personality and I don't think he quite has like this, you know, amazing um, curiosity to ask the ask the right questions. So he's, he kind of just no goes Anthony through Morby. and just says wow when people tell him stuff. That's about his hosting. So 
is he likable? Sure. I just don't know if he was like an amazing host. It was cool. The, the went, footage is fantastic and the show is well produced and the other yeah. guy is pretty knowledgeable and all those things are true about it. I don't think he has a future in hosting travel shows. But. To, to quote Jerry Seinfeld, he's a mimbo. What's a mimbo? A man bimbo. Okay. Yeah, he's like a he, mimbo. He yes. looks good. Um, and then the problem with those travel shows is I feel like Anthony Bourdain... Ruined them like, for everyone set else. set the bar yeah. very high. Not necessarily... So I realize, Eric, you, you, know, you mentioned like the sustainability factor and different forms of energy and all that. And I think the show has a different angle. Mm-hmm. But anytime I watch... Someone traveling and eating and meeting new people and things like that. I immediately think of Anthony Bourdain and his, uh, I forget the CNN show. Um, he had Parts Unknown. Parts Unknown. Had, yeah. Parts Unknown is pinnacle for yeah. me, like pinnacle travel TV. Um, so I, 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 I think, I agree. I think Zach Efron's like a cool dude. I don't really care his thoughts on like Costa Rican cocoa bean sustainability. The only thing I like is like <laughs> he, he, brings like some attention to some interesting things mm-hmm. too and important things and so that is important he goes yeah. to puerto rico for one and obviously puerto rico has been decimated by not one but two hurricanes well trump threw out some paper towels so he they're 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 some. good they're all set. um and they're part of the united states and so puerto rico you know is decimated he goes and meets with the mayor he goes and sees these places where people are living he meets with people whose lives have been really affected so i i'm not saying this is like the best show ever but it's a simple watch it's on netflix right now go check it out right uh, on what's what yeah. you got real quick i looked it up it is john walsh and uh, the show was america's most wanted oh that's a good show too nice good show okay thanks for the follow-up uh, all Producer right Ryan. uh Jim, you watched Cursed on Netflix. Well, I watched like 25 minutes of it because people are saying it's like pretty good, right? They're, they're like, oh, it's fresh-ish and it's, you know, inventive. It's got a decent budget. The CG looked okay from what I saw, but it is like heavy CW vibes for me. Um, I watched that's the about, worst vibe. Yeah, you know, it's not the worst, worst vibe. Like we, I watched all of Outer Banks and that was, that had that vibe. Um no, definitely not. I'm hurt that you just said no, that. No, no, no. Like what? I'm, I'm talking like Her- Hercules, <laughs> Xeno Warrior Princess. Yeah, that vibe. <laughs> I think that's well, that's USA. this vibe. I think sure. Supergirl. I think that's, I think that's USA. I just more meant like you know teen issues and teen dramas and you know that everybody's got to be pretty and they got to do, um, you know, there's always like the parents that but my parents just don't understand. Like that's the main storyline. It's no, it's no Witcher, is what yeah, you're saying. Right, exactly. It's definitely not Witcher. Um. But they're trying to build a universe here. I thought it was just going to be sort of like, you know, an ancient England thing. But this is like a whole, there's like an, new kind of fantasy animals. It's really hard fantasy. It's not just, you know, this kind of boring like, oh, the only magical thing here is the sword she found in a lake or something. Um, I'm going to probably watch a little bit more, to be honest. It was okay. Cursed, okay. Cursed. Um, Cursed is like a not a wreck yet, though. Okay, also on Netflix, I watched the show um, that... Some I make this mistake where Netflix <laughs> promotes a show over and over and over and over and over to me, and then I just assume, okay, everyone must be watching that. If Netflix is saying, you need to watch the show, everyone's watching it. If it's top five trending, yeah, gotta be in on it. So yeah. I watched this show called The Order. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if I've ever watched a worse show. <laughs> I don't know. I I think this might be the worst show I've ever watched. It's worse than uh, oh, what was the the Jack Bauer spinoff? Way worse than that. Mm. Way worse. And I watched like six episodes. Okay. Because I was like, 
dude, I trust Netflix. They say this is a good show. It must get good. You shouldn't trust Netflix. If That's- it gets good, it's after six episodes. This is a horrible <laughs> show. This is a show about a kid who goes to college at a college of like, that is like a normal college, but like everyone there is part of like secret societies mm. and are like werewolves or like magic. Okay. And I was like, you know what? It looked pretty dark. So I thought, okay, it's going to be really dark. It might be kind of fun. Nope, it's not. Please skip it, everyone. Literally worst show of all time. All right. If you like the order, message us and tell me I'm wrong. There you go. Well, that's good. All right, I wasn't better late than watch never. It, but now I definitely. Barter, you got one minute on each of these. Okay. Okay. Better late than ever. Ali. Ali, fantastic. I think Will Smith uh, did a fantastic job playing Muhammad Ali. Um, the the film soundtrack. You know, when you're younger, I mean, I think this came out in like 2001 or 2005 or something like that, like way back in the day. Wasn't really paying attention to those things, mm-hmm. you know, back in the day. And then you you listen to some of these like Motown ballads and and music from, you know, the South, like a lot of blues stuff. And it's freaking good, like really good. Um, Will Smith's accent for Muhammad Ali is okay, but holds up pretty well. Is it as for, good as his concussion accent? Better. <laughs> Significantly better. It holds up for the, like, when he has, like, big, long stretches of speeches that he's done a really good job memorizing. Yeah. But when he has to have, like, a conversation with someone, it's in and you, out. Can, it, you can feel it kind of flipping in and out a little bit. But overall, I would say um, Ali is on Netflix. It's, uh, like, two hours and 12 minutes. Ooh. Um, it's kind of long, but but for but that... All those biopics are so long. Yeah, for that kind of story, it needs to be told a little bit longer for him. So I'm going to go ahead and say it's a wreck for me. Um, and anyone who is feeling sort of the civil rights vibe, um, the parallels between what was going on then and what is going on now are eerily similar. Yeah. All right. Indian horse go. Oh yeah. Indian horse. Indian horse. Okay. So rack from a good friend of the pod, Scott Wilkie, as we talked about in the intro, um, this is about a hockey player from Canada who is, a Native American. Um, there's a bunch of shit that happens at the beginning. Families are split up, and he ends up being like really good at ice hockey. And he's technically like too young to be playing, but he's so good that they ended up playing him. And um, a lot of the trials and tribulations of like an Indian centric hockey team playing like white Canadian hockey teams, and talking about these. Um, what are they called? Like boarding schools, yeah. for lack of a better term, um, where um, Native American kids are sent to be like Catholic white people and only speak English, and it's fucking horrific. Mm-hmm. So this is a very like um, indie film vibe um, in the sense of it's low budget and the acting's not, you know, Oscar worthy or anything like that. But the information and the story is so incredibly important because. I didn't know any of this shit. Yeah. And I said that on the pod. Like, I felt I felt stupid and ignorant that but I really, didn't. But really, you shouldn't because you were just demonstrating a point and I, we all had the same point of like, they don't teach this shit and that's yeah. the problem. It's not really your problem. It's America's problem. So, watch Indian Horse. It's not that long. It's like an hour and a half, hour and 40 minutes. It's a cool story. It's sad. It's depressing, but it's like uplifting, you know, in its message. And so... Um, I would say it's a wreck for me just from an, like mostly from an educational standpoint as yeah. someone who didn't know anything about this, who felt very ignorant. Well, then so is the five bloods in that way. That same, it was same thing. Same like, thing. Watch it for that reason. 
with like one one hundredth of the budget. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. All right, guys. Do you know what that is? Do you hear that? That was our Avengers music. Pretty lame, but that was bad. Um, the movie was cool. The Marvel we, we didn't rewatch. know what you were doing, so like you didn't even give us like a warm up. I needed to get my my octaves in. Oh, I mm. didn't need you to sing with me. I was just doing it for you. Guys. Oh, okay. oh, okay. I thought we were trying to join. Sorry, in. but I'm glad you did. <laughs> um, Marvel rewatch. We finished it. We did it. We did the whole thing. Phase, phase three is wow. done. Phase three in the books. Wow. That was a journey. Twenty one movies. Twenty two. Twenty two. Maybe twenty three. Twenty two or twenty three. Well, Crazy. we'll call it twenty one, and we don't count the Hulk. Yeah. Ooh. True. Um, so we I watched don't want to count, count Spider-Man this Far From Home. Um, Tom Holland's a star. Yes. Spider-Man is great. Yes. Tom Holland's great in this movie. Yes. This That's movie's not that good. It. No. no, it's not. It's probably one of my, t- like, maybe bottom five of the whole rewatch. It looks really cool. It's done in 2019. Yes. And so it looks really good. And like it's it's in the new form form the format of how Marvel makes movies, so it's um, it looks nice. Um, it's like a it's like a guaranteed B, yes, because it's Marvel and they just know how to make a guaranteed B movie at this time. But it's on the bad end of B. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, it's a low it, B. It's, it's like a B minus for me. The, like they Marvel just doesn't really even like Captain Marvel. Like when you watch Captain Marvel, it isn't. It isn't horrible. It's just, it's disappointing. It's more disappointing than it is bad. Because the bar is so high. And I think yeah, that yeah. this was the same here. So Well, especially with the last two Spider-Mans that they banged out. Like, well, one. But he was or in, sorry, sorry. Yeah. With, with Far From Home and then all of the other yeah. Infinity War stuff. Like, it's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's been so good. So you really expected this movie to be just incredible. And this movie is fine. Um, I think that the story is is okay. And I think Tom Holland um, carries what is a pretty poor story and script, mm-hmm. um, but it looks amazing. Gyllenhaal's Mysterio is that his name? Mysterio. Mm-hmm. Yep. He looks really cool. Yep. Um, all of the villains that they're fighting look really cool. It's awesome to see the Avengers in all of these major European cities. Um, and I do, even though like uh, it's a little frustrating because you just want him to be Spider-Man so bad. You do kind of feel sympathy for him that like he has a crush on a girl and he's on a school trip and all he wants to do is like be a kid sometimes, but he's like kind of stuck being Spider-Man. Right. And like that, but that story, can weigh on you and be kind of frustrating over the course of the movie too. It is. It is that I think that is maybe the hardest part of the movie. Like mm-hmm. you understand, but you're also kind of like, dude, you get to be Spider-Man. Like just do it. Yeah. And like, you're kind of at in this conflict that he, you're kind of in the same conflict that he is. Right. And so I think that that is, good storytelling but it is a little frustrating as you're watching the movie um it almost makes me think that so they 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 really you know wanted to try and bookend um end game and show some of the aftermath right, right? and so that and was people sort of just came back from five years what was that like what did the world look like yeah and so that? it was just sort of like clubbed in at the end of this in a Spider-Man movie, mm-hmm. right? When really they just wanted to like give a little bit of closure as to what happened two weeks after Endgame, yep. right? They, they, they kind of wanted to tell that. It almost made me feel like they should have waited to think that through a little bit better um, as opposed to like mishmashing Mysterio in with like Iron Man is bad, you know, all of a sudden, like at the at the the tail end of this, and like um, all of the uh, what do you want to call it? Like 
you know, Facebook memes and videos about how Tony Stark was actually like an evil person and the Avengers are bad and, and all of this stuff and like the propaganda. Mm-hmm. It felt like two separate pieces of conversation, you know, tied into a Spider-Man movie. And it was just sort of, I mean, it was like Eric said, beautifully shot, cool looking, lots of fun action set pieces with yeah. all kinds of crazy villains, a few twists and turns at the end. And you're out of there, but you didn't really feel like um, following a movie like Endgame that that was satisfying. So I think for me, one of the the parts that it it tries to be so funny. Every even the fight scenes are trying to it's be very slapstick. Swinging for the fences at every humor. interaction with the kids talking in school is like supposed to be a laugh a minute, and it was a, a lot. The first one was a lot funnier, and it felt more natural, and it was funny. All their interactions. This one felt forced to me and like and when something is supposed to be funny and it's not it's fucking cringy and yes. cringy's not good and this this had a bit of that so um you know for me it it was definitely a miss i don't think it was great but it continues the story it sets up the next one like it's supposed to it does all the things it's supposed to do just like captain marvel did it accomplished what it needed to do but it's not something i'm gonna go back and watch i didn't really think like at least they tried something different you know like if you look at iron man one two and three it's like other rival businessman is yep. the villain. And here I'm Business glad they didn't that he go. slighted in the past. You know, and I'm glad they didn't do sort of a like a playback. There's a lot of Spider-Man villains they could have pulled into this. And Mysterio is at least very unique. Like, totally different than all the other ones. Has different goals, has different means of getting there, different personality. So at least it was different, but I, I wasn't super into Mysterio in this either. And maybe that was on purpose. Maybe. They didn't want to burn through one of their really good villains. Yeah, and they just sort of they used one a bunch. Um, here, here's the question about this: Where do we stand, or where do you guys stand on Happy being more involved in the story? I like, him. I like as him. opposed I have to, no pro- yeah, okay. I like him. Yeah, because he used to be just sort of like a a pop in for thirty seconds, and then he was gone. He had a lot of, but then in, time in, in the Spider Man movies, he sort of like takes the mantle as like the Tony Stark conduit. Right. And um, really definitely playing up that like humorous aspect. Um, I don't He's know. He's pretty natural with it. I like him. I think John Favreau's okay. Yeah. Or as what do you, what's his name? Favreau? John Favreau. <laughs> Whatever the fuck it is. But yeah, I mean, to me, this is a B minus movie. It's not the best. Um, but that's it. That's how we end it. That's it's a bit of a whimper. And that's the last movie that's come out from Marvel. And it's already been. Was that a year ago? Yeah. Yeah. So, so we're waiting. Jim, um, what is coming up next in the MCU that you've heard of? So I think everybody keeps wanting to talk about the fact that they own X-Men. They could put X-Men, they could make an X-Men movie right now. But they know that if they want this to last another 10 or 12 years at minimum, before they maybe do another hard reboot and re- redo all the Iron Man stuff, but, well, they need to, to nail X-Men. And they're going to need them for phase four. They're going to need them for absolutely, right? So, like, um, they know that they have a ton of potential here to make it just as exciting for us as the original stuff was. And not just sort of like, well, now we're sort of following Captain Marvel, Doctor Strange, just B-grade characters. So, they're going to roll it out slow. But they, they're talking about casting right now. And they, they're they talking about Jamie Foxx as Bishop from the X-Men, who was like, the coolest fucking character. Like, he would just come in, be awesome, and disappear. And they're sort of saying, like, well, what if this round, they didn't just make it all about Wolverine every time? 
And what if it wasn't Cyclops-centric constantly? So take some of these side characters that were really awesome, like Nightcrawler, Gambit, or, um, you know, there's a million of them, and make it more about them, and then have, like, a, a, you know, a spin-off Wolverine solo movie or something. But not just not just play back the clock. Just do it differently. Which is crazy because, like, it's funny that they can't make it... Tra- Maybe because they were doing kids for a lot of it, they can't make Cyclops... And Wolverine, um, like Wolverine had some good moments and Logan was awesome. Right. But some the, the Wolverine movies were kind of forgettable, like from an X-Men standpoint. For sure. um, but in the cartoons, like those were the guys that were so cool. Like why, I, I don't understand why they can't make some of this work. Yep. You know, and Gambit, I, I'm, I have whole, like I've dispersed all hope that we're ever going to see Gambit in an X-Men movie. But I will say this, if there's one studio that can pull it off, it is the Marvel Studios. Yes. So I agree. hopefully we get some, uh, we get some like casting or leaked information or at least plans that they're going to have, like you said, this slow rollout of X-Men are going to be involved in phase four. Like just some confirmation on that's going to be awesome. I feel like Marvel is like as secure as like picking a VP as your, uh, like picking the candidate for your vice president. Like they're like that secretive. Like, the information will leak when they want it to leak. Okay. Fair. I got you. <laughs> like, they just, they have been meeting with people. Oh, you just sure. will never find out about it. Yeah. It'll be a slow rollout. So, like, as we get these next rounds of sequels to Black Panther 2, we're going to get um, Captain Marvel 2, Doctor Strange 2, all those. They will start with a mention. They'll say an offhand conversation of a lot of, uh, you know, strange um, bio- biological effects of the snap we're seeing out there. And that's what Ooh, we'll get because there like has that. to be a, or there has to be some reason why, right? At, you know, Professor X hasn't been helping them along this way. But yeah, like, if you remember, they've like, never once in twenty-two movies mentioned a mutant, so they need to have them have them come in now. So, but also, but also, Professor X is trying to keep them peaceful and hidden. It will be that their, mean that could be, be too. Goal. There could be another and, angle there too. And and you, I think that you have to watch these post-credit scenes. You're going to get it because mm-hmm. you're right. When we did this Marvel rewatch so many times, I was like, oh my gosh, they're talking about this. You know, and like you didn't even realize it at the time. Right. I think you're going to get a ton of comments and then I think your post-credit scenes are going to slowly give you puzzle pieces. Do you think they song. use, do you think they use the TV shows or like the, the Disney plus shows? Yeah. I'd to be pumped to if they did. maybe like, just like you said, like slowly bleed in some comments and, and things like that, because they're really going to have to retcon it. Yeah. Because if the X-Men were living roughly in the same time as the Marvel characters, they weren't hidden because they were doing shit when they were kids. They were going back in time when they were kids. Like there, there's yeah. there, th- this information is not hidden in any way whatsoever, right. especially given like that Captain America lived during world war two. And there was lots of stuff going on in the, in the sixties with the X-Men. Like yeah. there's no way they can just pretend like none of these things interacted. They would have to just write all that out. And just say, you know, whatever. They Here's can, how we're going to deal you know, with it. They, a, they know. Obviously, a massive civil, biggest civil rights movement of all time is happening now. Maybe they use that. Um, I will say that in Endgame, when Captain America goes back in time and he's infiltrating the base, there's a conversation happening in a side room that you can't really understand. But if you look at the subtitles, that's like, um, yeah, they're, you know, the, the convoy has been affected by lightning strikes. And then the other person's like, but we don't show any inclement weather in the area. And you're, so people think that could be a reference to Storm, mm. who they think is going to be a massive character, like cool. maybe the lead X-Men character that gets the most screen time. So, That'd be great. I mean, 
maybe they already have and we just don't know it yet. Um, okay. So, guys, we have to make a decision right now. Okay. Mm. What are we watching next? What is our next rewatch? Okay. So, we talked about um, a couple uh, that we could do. Um, we talked about Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. We talked about uh, Lord of the Rings. We talked about Star Wars. Um, my vote would go to uh, either Twilight or Hunger Games. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I'm well, kidding. Your vote uh, doesn't count. I'm kidding. But I, I would prefer that we didn't do Star Wars since, since I most recently did kind of a Star Wars rewatch. Yeah. Well, and we've seen all those movies again, like fairly recently. I really think it should be either um, Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings. I mean, I, I'm down with Harry Potter. I mean, I am too. I'm watching them with my kids right now, and I'm kind of going as in the books order. So that would I'd have to watch movies a couple times, whatever. Um, I would want to do Lord of the Rings because I want to really understand why. why and you know, the Hobbit. Um, no, because that happens. No, let's prior skip those. To, those are just bad. That happens prior to the Lord of the Rings. There's only three Lord three. of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. Let's just knock them out. Oh my gosh. Okay, but it's not just uh, they're long movies. I mean, it's you can't just knock them out. But I'm gonna knock them out if we're what gonna do you, knock them out. What do you want to understand about them? Um, I guess the appeal, <laughs> mostly. I mean, I want to understand how the storyline goes all the way through it. I, I mean, I remember watching them all like ten years ago, okay. and I didn't even really. You get and anything. I should go for beer sometime, and I can walk you through it. Okay. So you think we shouldn't do that? You don't think? No, that's... no, no. I think we should watch it. Okay. And then if you want to know more about the storyline, we'll knock it depth, out in a month. You know, we'll do we'll do them mostly every week, once every, every, every other week. Every other week. Yeah. Okay, I'm down do with that. Do you guys want to do that? That'll be a clip. No, but yeah, no, but I will. <laughs> <laughs> I think it will be. I haven't watched them for a long time. Okay. So this one kind of excites me, and the fact that it's only three. It's, yeah. I think it's we next... should do the Hobbit too. Both parts. I, I, I have all three. I have I think no there's desire. Three, there's three Hobbit three. movies. I think we should do all of them. It will help with the rewatch. It will make it longer. It will give us more context to the story, even if they're bad. And should we do them in release order then? Let's do them in... No, re- no, no. I think we should do them in chronological order. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you want to watch three bad movies to start this thing out? Why not? Okay. We can fucking rip them. All right. I think I'm going to rip the first four movies. I don't even know if they're available, the the Hobbit movies, but we can try and find them. We'll, we'll do it. We I mean, will look. We will make it happen. I'm not paying $4.99 for those. No. One... <laughs> One rewatch to rule them all. Rule them all. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, this is gonna be rough. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, but we're gonna right. do it. Okay, there we go. We're gonna we're be all super excited. We're gonna about be knee deep in orcs. Let's go. Can't wait. All right, uh, guys. Finally, we're gonna end here with Northeast rates. Yeah. Sweet. All right, guys. First up, Northeast rates. The Minnesota State Fair. It's not happening this year. What would we give it if it was? Ooh. Um, I'll go first. Yeah. I fucking love the fair. Yeah. I don't care that Eric says there are X-Men there. Um, <laughs> X-Men with no, but they don't contribute to society in any way. I think it's awesome. I don't care about how expensive the food is. I love a lot of it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, everyone has their like five, six, seven favorite things and you go get those. They took away your deep fried cauliflower, Jim. Sorry. Huge problem. Huge problem. But you get state fair exclusive beer that you get to try which is always bad uh, it's mostly bad but then every once in a while you you'll find get a, a couple you find a gem and you're like all right i'm gonna get two more of those yep. you know at that lulu's out. place they'll usually have a couple of non-gimmicky tasty beers like that are surly's released. or yeah. yeah something like that um i think the people watching is fun i usually go on like opening day 
because it's less crowded and we go in the morning. And so you get to walk around there kind of very free and it's not like your sardines packed in. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll usually find like a, a t-shirt in one of the like little bodegas in the grandstand um, that I like or like to go see like Adam Terman's like booth and yeah, like all that stuff out. is like kind of cool. Like you get to see friends of the pod doing stuff. I don't go for the concerts. I'm not there late at night. I got kids I, yeah. like that, that that's out of the books for now. Um, I love the fair. I'm going to go fair as a 82. Wow. That's fucked up. I was actually going to go 83 on the fair. Perfect. For most of the reasons you gave. Although I will say that I like to go one time with the kids and one time at night without the kids and just kind of sit in the beer places and drink and walk around and, and be a little bit goofy and, you know. Have fun. Yeah, yeah have yeah. some fun, right? right so, guys, we've yeah, heard that, all that stuff before from you guys. So now the moment everyone's been waiting for, I'm going to give the fair a 53. That's actually a positive that's, score. That's way higher better than I thought. Than, better than average, but it's like an average time. <laughs> okay, uh, next up, uh, C. Jacobson II says waterfalls. Waterfalls. Mm, waterfalls. I don't recommend chasing them, but I will give them. I'm going to give them, God, a 60. They don't do a lot for me. They're cool. I mean, it's great. Water has traveled down from somewhere, and then it has a little gap, so it has to fall a little while before it continues down to the sea. That's about it. I mean, gravity still works. Getting to the waterfall Doing is the like reason a, that waterfalls are cool? I, I think so. I think that's it. I think it's like, you know, usually well, a cool hike is involved, and then you're there, you're like, all right, at least I'm halfway done, and I only have to Or go is back. it a cool hike? And you're like, Jesus Christ, when are we going to get there? No, that I, can be true. And then the, you actually get to the waterfall, generally disappointing, unless you're going to like the one in Africa or Niagara Falls. Like, but. I'm not a photographer, and I feel like there's lots of landscape that you can visit that doesn't involve a waterfall. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll go like 70. Okay. They're I'm gonna, fine. I'm going to go waterfalls. They're pretty beautiful. Um, fun getting to them. I'm going 74. I like waterfalls. Wow. Um, they're pretty cool. Strong. They're not amazing. Score. Waterfalls are like um, way better than seeing fireworks. Yes, that's fine. I'm good okay, with that. Okay, the diamond shell, she says... White claw. I like white claws. I think they're fine. I'm gonna go with a. I'm gonna go with a um, 68 for the white claws. I'll drink them. I actually like. A, I like Trulies better, and I like Press better. Um, but I do have. I gotta say, I've been keeping whether it's white claw or one of these other ones in the fridge at all times now, smart. as an alternate. It's a smart move. Um, the only like knock I have for them is. Well, they're, they're a dime a dozen now, right? There's a million of them. There's but, a million. But the the like that malt beverage over time, I can only have like one or two, mm-hmm. and then I start to get like it's not like bubble gut, but like you know what I mean, where it's just like okay, they give kinda, me heartburn like a mother. Kind of sitting down there, and like who sits down and drinks like three Lacroix La in a row? Right, like, nobody. Can't do that yeah, you can't do that, and and so it's kind of a knock. I'll go sixty two. Okay. I'm going to go at 28. I think they're gross. Oh, all I, of them? I, no, like I get that people like them and people drinking responsibly is all cool with me. I don't, they're just not. I can drink three quarters of one. It's not for you. I drink like three quarters of one. I'm like, eh, it's pretty good. And then like. Would you rather have the four loco that I gave you on your birthday? Yeah, I would. And wow. I also, I'd also rather have. Uh, Any other beer? I'd also rather have like a Mike's Hard Lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Uh, this one's a little weird. A um, lot of requests from uh, people about 
things like such. Um, robot lizard mushroom something. Mushroom what? Well, what is it? It's robot. Robot wizard mushroom. I, I mean, so a picture it cuts off there. Okay, that's fine. I'll have to look it up. Um, it says each other's dicks. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to speak for all of us, okay? Yeah. Uh, hundreds all around. Hundreds all around. I mean, I give you 100, Ryan. You 100, Eric. I'd give you Myself, guys a, you're giving me 100. I'm giving you 100 for sure. And I would give you guys 101 if it was a lot, but it's not. That's our first 100. First unanimous 100 for our dicks. Our dicks and coffee. <laughs> <laughs> That'd get better. All right. So thank you to Robot Lizard Mushroom. With? Yeah, he's got something He's got something different every Wizard. time. So we got to reward him for the creativity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Next up, uh, we have Robert Pattinson. Dude, I like Robert Pattinson. I so, like Robert Pattinson I going he's way great. back, way back. Robert Pattinson, I don't know if he got his start, but the first big thing he was is he was um, Cedric Diggory mm-hmm. in oh, Harry Potter. Prior Harry to Potter Edward. 4. Yeah, yes. he's Cedric Diggory. He is uh, Harry's um, rival in the... Uh, Goblet of Fire. He's a hoofle-poof. Yes. Which is, you know, kind of a shit house to yeah, be Yeah, but in. he's handsome. But he makes it cool. Yeah, he's cool. He's handsome. The kids love him. Kids love him. He's kind of the hero because he didn't cheat to get his name into the Goblet of Fire. He yeah. was supposed to be the only Hogwarts champion. A horrible death. Horrible death. My boy. That My still gets boy. Me. Like, it's oh. hard to watch. Oh, that that scene, dude's acting is so, so good It's there. so good, dude. He comes out of nowhere. Dude, he's, he's killing it. Supporting. Like, I just don't know if I've ever seen someone react better in a movie to a death than that dad. Like, Unbelievable. I really believe that Robert Pattinson was his real son and he died on set. Right there. And it, not only that, like, in the movie, the death was gruesome. Yeah. In the book, it was ten times worse. Yeah, I had to read that to my kid, and it was intense. It's very rough, intense. Very rough. Um, that was the part where I'm sort of like, all right, these books have turned. If he can handle it, he can handle it. He's six years old, so I mean, he's kind of young for it. But Okay, so then, then he becomes Edward. Yeah, I suppose that's kind of his next thing. He's Edward, waste of a talent. Um, and then what else did he do after that? I mean, he's been in, now he's sort of... Yada yada yada. Let's do that. Water for indie elephants guy. and indie movie guy, which he's been fantastic in. Safety Brothers, um, Lighthouse, the, the the crazy Lighthouse movie, which he was really good in. Uh, Willem Dafoe was about eight times better, but Robert Patton was still good too. So I think he's coming up. I am going to give him an eighty-seven. Wow, eighty-seven, very high. It's an actor where I've like, if I hear he's in it. He's been making good choices, so I'm instantly going to pay attention to who. Okay, who directed? Who wrote this thing? Does this have a chance? He, if if you if you could wipe Twilight off the map, you would consider Robert Pattinson as like a premier actor, yeah. and he's coming in, you know, to the Batman, mm-hmm. and so I think that's only going to propel him. I think 87 is the perfect score. You're going to take it too. You're going to go 87. I'm going 87. Well. Wow. Okay. I'm, gonna, I'm lower on that just because I feel like the best is. Uh, to come with him and his patanasans. I've not said that in like three straight episodes. I'm going to keep that going. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, patanasans coming, I'm giving him a 72. Okay. Um, I think he's going to be better. I think Ask he's, you again next year type I think of he's going to be like a premier um, actor in the next two years. Yeah, I think he can Especially take as the, the Batman. That will he be can cool. take an Adam Driver route a little bit where he does these indie movies and gets his his nominations, and then he he can do big blockbuster movie, whether it's Batman or it's Star Wars. Eric, you should watch Good Time. Okay. Yeah. I mean, really, that's a tight. Did 90. you like Uncut Gems? 
Then watch it. Oh fuck! Oh, we watched that. I'd watch it, but now I gotta watch. You're literally s- watching eight episodes of The Order. And I have to watch it. nine hours of Lord of the Rings in the next three weeks. <laughs> oh, dude, we're gonna have to revisit that. Okay, okay. Um, also, by the way, our friend who uh, said the each other's dicks one was Robot Lizard Mushroom Wizard. Robot Lizard Mushroom Wizard, great handle. <laughs> comes in with usually a dick reference for us to judge, so we had to give yeah. him some. A we shout had out. to go. We we had to give it to him once. You get a hundred. You get so the, I'll tell you what, the one that I, uh, last week he wanted us to rate viewers dicks, <laughs> which I thought was also probably going to be a hundred, but, um, so yeah, you know, he's really into dicks. That's okay. cool. You mean listeners, not viewers, listeners? Uh, sure. Yeah. yeah Thank listeners. you. Okay. Next up are roller coasters. Oh, roller coasters uh, when cool. I was 18 to 12 years old, they were 117. Right. Uh, now that I can like get vertigo from turning too quickly like in my car <laughs> their roller coasters are like a 31 oh wow roller coasters are a uh 75 wrong because you, you're missing the point like all the good ones have a 45 minute wait it's incredibly expensive yeah, you're know. standing in the sun you're baking your kids are like dad when are we going to get up there like i don't I don't know, okay? They're going as fast as they can. There's, there's like 20 people at a time. There's a thousand people in line. Just calm down. Can I have some cotton candy? No. Jeez, we're, we're in line. We can't get out of line, okay? You understand I have to go to the bathroom. Well, yeah. fuck it. We're going I got, home. I got to pee. All right, we're leaving. Yeah. Let's get out of here. I think that the best thing is, is that you don't realize that roller coasters have like a lifespan. Like you just assume that if it's cool, it can will you t- always be You should cool. tell that to Excalibur at... Valley, Valley no, Fair. It should still rolling. No, yeah, it is. That's horrible. Yeah. Um, but uh, like even the wild thing. So like you yeah. can imagine going on the wild thing when you were fourteen, right? Yeah. And that thing Did was it like many times. that thing was slick, right? It was so smooth, fast, smooth. Now when you ride it, it's like pretty bumpy. Oh. And you're like, oh wow, this is not the same ride anymore. Also, um, did we forget that kids flew off of the wild thing while it was going? The cart flew off and killed like four people. Did that happen? That happened. Okay. They, somehow they like hired the right people to make it go away as a story. The cart, the back two cars, flew off the wild thing, and then the people fell to their horrible death. So they just paid them, and then it kind of like don't so, go. T- so my score was it. accurate. With yeah, no, thirty-one. I, I would have said 95 like I when I was younger. Same. Now I would say 60. Like I still like a roller coaster but like motion is stressful. It's very stressful. <laughs> oh motion my god. Is and then the motion wor- is stressful. No, like, the worst like, is wow. now the worst is now when you're older and you go on one. Like I went on one like a few years ago at Mall of America. And then like you lay down in bed and then your brain just is start spinning. Like it's just what? like you're like you're still on did the you roller puke coaster. Like six hours no, later. No, I didn't throw up. <laughs> did. I did not have a concussion. All right, yeah, no, that's good. Um thirty. Uh, you guys are kind of negative. Overrated. I gave it a good score. You gave it a good score. Okay, okay. Uh next up, tubing. Tubing? Are we tubing. Talking water, water tubing or snow tubing? Take it how you want. No, yeah, I'm I don't care which way you take it. It's taking it down to the fucking bottom <laughs> of the barrel for me. <laughs> Tubing is dangerous as fuck. What's oh, better, shit. snow tubing or water tubing? They're well, they're both scary. Snow as shit. tubing is way more fun. They're both scary. They're both scary, dude. Look, scary. I got my fucking face cut up when I was like fourteen years old on a tube that had like a broken valve, and I smacked my face on it, and I needed like a million stitches on my lip. So, fuck guys, that, guys. Friend of the pod, uh, last week's guest Scott Wilkie. Yeah. Um. Uh. Had tooth ripped out oh my god on a tube by the, by the rope by the rope yeah 
doesn't surprise me at tooth all. ripped out of his mouth i <laughs> ripped it right out somebody up at the cat like my wife's cabin was tubing it was not one of their friends but they had to save the person because the the rope got wrapped around his arm and he ever heard of the okay. term okay. degloved yeah, yeah, yeah. degloved <laughs> degloved <laughs> Degloved, oh, and they had to like gross. flap it back on and wrap no. it in a fucking target bag. Disgu- in a target bag? Yeah, that's dirty. Well, I, yeah, you know, <laughs> factory clean, baby. And they 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 taped it all on and rushed him off, and they Jeez. I assume retached his skin. I hate that. But he looked like the Terminator when he had to prove that he was the Terminator Can to that, I, that scientist guy in T two. Make a request that we end the podcast right now. Like degloved. <laughs> hate that term. Um, so I would, I'm going to go ahead and give tubing a 22. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to go with snow tubing because I like it better. And snow tubing, you have to be in the snow in the winter, which sucks. You have to like put snow pants on. You probably have to drive away. Guaranteed uh, concussion. Probably kind of expensive, dangerous. Um, the worst part about snow tubing now that you're older is getting up the hill. Oh God. Holding onto the tow rope. Ugh as an adult no i just mean like if you're gonna like walk with your kids like up the hill oh. like no oh, dad dad's no. gonna bring a lawn chair and some hot <laughs> yeah. cocoa and baileys yeah <laughs> um i'm gonna go with tubing in general i'm gonna say uh, james really kind of ruined it for me here i well, wish i would have went before him. no i'm glad i was i'm gonna came say in hot. 58 now i still have I'm a, glad I dropped your score. a positive score but like you kind of made me realize that tubing is not that cool and dangerous. God, and it's like it's like these dads are like repressed as fuck, yeah. and they're psychos, and they they probably like, Let's hurt the they kids. Like do want to hit their kids, but they at least you know stop there. And but then it's time to like, well, let's see how fast I can whip them. Oh fuck, they went flying in the air, and like they're floating and, on their and face. People Sweet. skip across the water. Like it's pretty. Oh, God. It's not a good I've, feeling. I, I've just gotten. But my see, ass I was the kid that I was the kid that was like giving the thumbs up like faster, faster. Like telling yeah. whoever was driving the boat, like that was pansy shit. Fucking crank Talking that thing shit up to him. Put, yeah, push the throttle down and let's see what we can do. See, like I was the kid that like could uh, do like the wheelies on okay. the tube wow. and like lean it back. Well, what's and, your score? You sound like you love tubing. I love tubing. I love tubing. Tubing was great. I've never had a bad time tubing. I okay. certainly haven't been degloved. <laughs> Thank Christ that you know of. Um, <laughs> you never know. Like snow tubing like i was one of uh, fortunately i was one of the kids that did have like an inner tube eric i'm sure you had like 19 because you had no everything no i didn't i went snow tubing a few times but it was but i had my own like snow inner tube and so like racing down the hill at like como park and like someone had a ramp built and you go flying off that thing best time of my life okay what so I want to do? What I want? I mean, what's the score? At that, at like that? when I was like eight, though. But yeah. like um, now, having to walk up the hill, I, I'll go like seventy-one. All right, so pretty strong score. I'm the only one pretty I think apparently enjoys tubing here. Tubing. Oh, you definitely are. You have been traumatized, man. And you got some issues to deal with. I think. Uh, yeah, I think I just is I that why I you can got to not tube anymore, and then I don't. Is have that to why you got them. the lip ring? Was to like cover up the scars from like? <laughs> no, that's why I have a beard to this oh, okay, day. Okay, because the tubing like down my whole fucking chin. Yeah, really. I, I and I'm not. I'm sorry. I'll I'm, show you after the pod. I'm not trying to be patronizing. I did not know that that had happened to you. Oh, dude, I could stick my tongue through a hole, like under my lip and above my chin. Are you like one of those? Like, smoking? fucking Dane Randall was driving the boat oh, and his shitty okay. ass. Well, that's tube the problem with a big sharp piece of metal. Great. All right, uh, Nick Boggart. Boggart? Okay. Uh, Nick? No, I'm sorry. Nil 
Nil Boggard. All right. It says craft cocktails. Craft. Ooh. I like, Ooh. I like this. I'm going to go first. Yeah. The big knock on this is the price. Yeah. But if you're going to a place, and I, God, rest in peace. I think it's closed now. Marvel, Marvel Bar. That was the best one. Had banger cocktails. Yes. I mean, banger after banger. Like everything that you got. If you feel like, I don't like tequila. And they were like, this doesn't taste like tequila. You'll never even notice the taste of it. And I loved it. Yeah. There's whiskey drinks and you're like, ah, I don't really like whiskey. You'll never taste the whiskey. Craft cocktails are amazing. Um, if you know you're going into a craft cocktail place and you're like, don't worry about the prices, just enjoy the drinks. Mm-hmm. It's like a 88. 88. Very strong. I agree that Marvel Bar was the best craft cocktail place in the cities. The pinnacle. And there's others that have popped up that people rave about. People say the upper, upstairs room at Stanley's is great. That place blows. Al's place is, is, is shitty, and their cocktails are Yeah, trash. but you get to use the password at the back door. So dumb. I don't care about the photo booth. I don't care about Just any of that Just fucking stuff. open the door for me. And I'll tell you what, as much as I love young Joni and Kim and everything they have going on, that back room is like smells like mold. It's... The cocktails are not that good, and they are still thirteen or fourteen dollars. So I don't love that place either. I just, but when it's done right, and you know that you are going to pay twelve dollars, but it's going to be Marvel Bar level, and there's other places that do it that well. That's not the only place, um, dude. I love them. It's fun. Tattersall. Tattersall makes really, really great cocktails. Yeah, they're good too. Worth the price. I'm going to go with 83. 83. Solid score. Craft cocktails are cool. They're really overpriced. Um, I'm going to go with a seventy-one. Parlor Bar, also pretty damn good cocktail. Yeah, Parlor's great. So, right. yeah, 71, okay. All right, last but not least, breakfast. <laughs> Just breakfast straight yeah. up? Yeah. Well, Ryan's like... Breakfast right. is the worst meal of the day. Nothing else is even on that is, close to the no, list. No, it is the worst meal False. of the day. By it is, but it's still a meal, meal so it's still highly positive. Dinner is easily the best meal of the day. For sure. Lunch is a distant second, and breakfast is skippable. Yeah, but you, you can eat breakfast later in the day it doesn't that's have to be brunch buddy that's no, no, no. brunch but you buddy. Could, you so when you go to no those uh, are those are breakfast foods but you're eating them for lunch yeah this isn't breakfast foods okay this yeah, is the right you're right you're right okay you guys this better happen before 11 <sighs> okay i'm never that okay. hungry one of breakfast my is kind of a chore something small yes. it is it always and i don't even like, eat it i'm all i do is make it for little people i don't even eat breakfast i just wait till lunch and get some proper so I'm actually going to go, I'm going to go with a 40 on breakfast, which is pretty yeah, low. Yeah, but unless you can get that like breakfast crunch wrap. That is real good. <laughs> I can't rate it. It's not allowed, but the breakfast it's crunch part wrap of breakfast. at Taco Bell is You got to include that in your scoring if I system. Eat, if I know lunch is going to be tough that day, then I worry about breakfast. And uh, that's a banger breakfast. Or sometimes you can just eat a cheeseburger for breakfast. If you go to Burger King. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go with breakfast. Um, I'm going to say it's a... I'm going to say it's a 51. I don't even like breakfast, but I like coffee so much, which is part of breakfast, which drives that score up to above average. Anytime you eat food, it's better than not eating food. 51. I'm, I'm higher than you guys because I love scrambled eggs. I love bacon. I love sausage. I love having it made for me yes. more than making it myself. Uh, like original pancake house. Like if you get some really good pancakes for breakfast, like I love it. Um, but there's a lot of cleanup if you're doing it at home. It's a whole thing. Yeah. I'll go 70. Okay. 
but I love breakfast, especially like Eric said, like you get bacon, eggs, toast, and coffee. Mm, I have a feeling if it was breakfast food, the scores would have been higher. True. Okay. But we're just talking about breakfast in general. Yeah. Yeah. 70. I'm still going 70. Yeah, for sure. All right. All right, guys. That is all the time we have. Please check out our second episode this week. We're going to be talking some sports. Sports are kind of back. We got a lot to talk about. There's a lot to talk about this week. I can't even wait. So it's going to be a great episode. Um, But until then, thank you guys so much for listening to the Nordies podcast. Thank you.